Hi everybody, welcome back to Time with the Risk Taker. This is season one, episode three. Today is going to be a very exciting episode and I have for you some very, very special guests joining us today. Before we start, I would like to recap from our previous episode. We have discussed very, very interesting topics. And as you can see, since last episode, um, it has been true. The inflation part has become real. You have seen a lot of corporate companies sending out notifications and even our own community. Letters have been coming from all over that prices and inflation will be rising. Therefore, their prices will need to be rising. So as discussed, as you can see the whole thing, why inflation and paying attention to inflation is so important in terms of risk management and risk taking, please um, review that and make sure to pay close attention. Today we have a lot of very interesting topics. I actually took some topics from our listeners and picked out the topics to discuss. And joining me today, I said I'll bring very, very exciting hosts, special people, talented people from the industry. but. Where don't when you want to start somewhere, why not start at home? Right here on the top from our own company, Skyscraper Insurance Services, is joining me, Joseph Fish, CEO, head of head of underwriting division. The word underwriting is a very, very extensive word. Joseph has the extreme knowledge and unique skill to put together a file, whether it's small or really large, to find the right talent and resources, whether it's within the company or outside the company, to make sure to deliver the best of the bottom line of our clients and bring them the best results possible. Hi, Joseph. Thank you for being here. Hi. Thank you so much, Chaim, for bringing me on. Thank you for making your time available to come in at this time in the offices. And um, I would like to start with our top topic for today. It's actually a very common topic. It's not a new industry risk of insurance that you can see um, certain new things like we have discussed and we will discuss a lot in cyber. Certain things changed a lot in EPLI and a lot of other things. This is a simple topic that people don't um, seem to overlook very, very much. It's simple umbrella coverage. And I've got a lot of requests by LinkedIn, personally, um, when people messaged me, people emailed um, to speak more. It was the top burner. I pick out for a lot of the requests we got the top burner. The most was speak more about umbrella coverage. So the word umbrella coverage, can you please explain what is umbrella all about? Can you put it a little bit in pieces in this episode and explain for the listeners umbrella coverage, what does it do, and why is it so important? Sure. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Chaim, for bringing up such an important topic because I'm a big believer. And before I will go in and explain and answer your question, I want to bring to your attention an interesting story, sad story that happened to someone I know personally. He bought a building in one of the states and he purchased a policy where the policy had there is a couple of ways how you can assure a building. You can, there is basically three ways how you can assure. There is actual cash value and replacement cost. Actual cash value means the insurance company will pay only the actual cash value of the structure, how much is the worth of the structure. We always, as skyscraper insurance, we always try to insure our customers on replacement cost value and the customer, his building burned down and he had a million dollar coverage for the building that really was supposed to have two million dollars of coverage. And this is this topic, this story I will finish up, this will be a big door opener to the topic of umbrella. 
It's so important. I always say to customers, you have an insurance policy. Why do you buy insurance? God forbid a rainy day, something happens. A building can burn down. You can get hit. People will knock on your door. They will hand you over a lawsuit. You buy a piece of paper, you buy a policy for a rainy day, and it's so important, and I explained it to this customer with the fire, that it's so important you should understand what you buy and what you have. I don't, I don't say that you have to be the biggest insurance expert, but you sure everybody out there, you should know the bare minimum what insurance is all about, and it's good you should join in to Chaim's podcast weekly. Like this you will be... You will have the full knowledge and you will know what to look out to make sure not to have not to have the issue that my our client had when the building burned down and his building and his policy was an actual cash value and he had only a million dollars of coverage. He was like 50% underinsured. And now with the inflation, he's probably 200% underinsured. So now we'll go in, Chaim, to your question about umbrella and we'll start with personal umbrellas. There's a couple of umbrellas. There's commercial and there's personal. Everybody knows out there when you buy a car, and if you don't know, you will know now. Most people go to the leasing agent or to they go out to guy on a on a website on a carrier's website and they buy insurance. There are many wealthy people and general people. The standard limits that most banks require when you take out a vehicle is 100, 300. What does that mean? It means 100,000 per accident, 100,000 per person, 300,000 per accident. So God forbid someone gets into a car accident, there is five people in the car, the maximum the insurance company will pay is 300,000. The maximum they will pay per person is 100,000. What happens? It could be, I always say, and as Chaim always says, the car is your biggest risk, the number one risk. On homeowners, everybody understands, hey, I need a million dollars liability. But on your car, that's when I got first license, my father told me, Joseph, remember one thing. I'm giving you over a car, but remember, the car is like a machine gun. If you don't know how to use it, you can kill a lot of people. But if you know how to use it, you can watch on yourself and other people. So it's a walking liability. It's a walking liability, a car. Exactly, Chaim. It's a walking liability, and people don't understand. They buy $300,000 of insurance for the vehicle, when in theory, you should be more concerned on your auto liability instead of your homeowner's liability. I mean, everything is important. You should be concerned on your homeowners also, but the car insurance liability should be your number one because, as Chaim just mentioned, it's a walking liability. You travel with your car every day, it's a bullet. If you don't use it properly, anything happens, it could hit you on next level. So now we go to the next level. What, now, we, now we'll understand what, it's, what is an umbrella policy. An umbrella policy, let's say you're older, you have 100, 300. An umbrella policy will cover you on top of your auto liability. So let's say someone gets... Sorry? On any primary, whether it's the auto or home, the idea is the umbrella is on top of the primary. Correct. So generally, exactly, we're talking over here on the, on the auto, but correct, Chaim. And let's talk about general concept of an umbrella. General concept of an umbrella, Chaim, is it goes on top of the primary. It's like an umbrella. You go outside, it's raining. You don't want to get wet. 
The umbrella opens up. Let's say, God forbid, you're in a, someone is in an accident and you have someone sues you for a million dollars, but you have only 100,000. So your primary policy will pay the first 100,000. Anything above that, the umbrella will open up and it will fully protect you up to the limits in the umbrella. So just to answer your question, this is the idea of umbrella. It will cover you on top of the primary policy. Thank you so much for this depth and um, such broad explanation. So you chose the idea of auto insurance being, like we said, it's a simple thing where people don't even look on it. People have businesses, they have a home, they have a lot of things around them, and they finally accomplish a little success in life. And they go out and they buy their car, or they have a car, and it has 100 or 300,000 um, basic limits. If they will make an umbrella, you say, which they increase that same limit for a couple of bucks to a million or above that, they can be protected of so much that's going on in the recent events. Speaking of the recent events, we've seen so many bogus claims coming in, especially in certain states where it's out of hand. People are claiming insurance even when it's fraudulent claims. And unfortunately, there's a price to settle these claims. And when the insurance carriers and the law firms know that it's bogus because simply the price of litigating is more expensive than just settling. So how has the industry um, respond to that? And also, how is the risk looking? Are cases of auto insurance or basic injury, all these injury attorneys that are, I understand you need to have coverage and get injured, that's very important, that's the idea, or you injure somebody else. But with all these fraudulent claims, the idea of having an umbrella is now more important as ever, or it's still the same as five years ago? No, it's much more. We all know it's, um, it's so important today's days. The juries are pro the, the claimants usually, and it's so important that today's days. And to be honest with you, quite frankly, it's so cheap to have a personal umbrella usually. I will say an average customer would pay $400 additional a year, four to five. Don't quote me here because it goes in a lot of underwriting and umbrella, it's a lot of risk factors in there, but an average person would pay only four to $500 a year for an umbrella. You can have a million dollars of coverage and sleep calmly at night, knowingly that you are fully protected. Wow, that's Not amazing. Like people, think, Chaim, people think of an umbrella that's gonna cost me another two, $3,000. No, it's not gonna cost you additional two, $3,000. You're talking over here a couple of hundred dollars a year. And so, it's so, so important. See? Correct, correct. What I want to refer to what you said earlier. So the only lack why people don't really have umbrellas is simply the lack of knowledge or the lack of education because they simply just go to somebody and they just buy a piece of paper. They say, hey, now I can operate my vehicle. They don't realize what am I buying? What is happening over there? And definitely when they go to a website that says, hey, we can save you a couple of cents in car insurance, just simply come to us. But at the end of the game, why do you need insurance for to properly protect it upon when all wanted happens? So it's important to be with a dedicated professional that will explain you what you're buying, not just what you want to hear, that will give you the real facts, what's happening, and make sure that you're properly protected. Am I right? And adding, listening to a professional, tuning in to the risk taker, telling other people to listen to the risk taker. This will educate you and it will help you understand what to look out. 
because the brokers will not help you. Not every broker is out there to help you. And today's days, with all technology, people go online, you buy insurance on yourself. By yourself, you have to know what to look out. You have to know what means the limits. What means liability limits? Don't wait for a rainy day, as I said earlier, when the claim comes in. you got to be yourself an expert. Correct. And speaking about online, we're actually very, very big um, on online platforms. We get in a lot of business on online. But just you should know the difference what we do at Skyscraper Insurance. Every online request gets reviewed by a manual, dedicated, licensed professional that knows the industry and will make sure to put the person's risk in the right criteria, what they really need. Um, just so you can correct me on that because you're very involved in operations. And um, not just that, certain people and most of them will get a phone call, even if they don't request for a phone call, just to make sure we got it correctly, verify everything by email, and then place the risk properly. We understand online these days is an easy way of access and we prefer it because a lot of people this day and age and generation wants to communicate online and also it's easier for them whether their timing of the day or we deal with various different states that different time zones. So online request is perfectly fine. But speaking with a professional, making sure that they understand what you have going on to eliminate every risk and making sure that the transfer of risk is done properly from you to the insurer, to a policy and protecting you, that's what needs to be happening in a professional, healthy transaction in risk management. Now, moving on from personal umbrella, which we discussed, whether you're a simple person, a person that's working or rising up in business or a little success, a person that just bought a home, you should have an umbrella where it links the home, auto, all your additionals together on your personal um, uh, wealth management, um, risk management, and whether if you're an elite guy that has uh, a couple of houses, summer houses, a boat, yacht, whatever. Make sure that the umbrella on top protects the primary altogether. Like Joseph put it, have an umbrella on top. When it rains, it should protect all the assets together as a whole. And we should uh, make sure that it's linked properly. It needs to be very, very well managed. It's best if it's done by one firm, everything, because the umbrella needs to link and name all the additional primary policies. So let's say if the umbrella is with carrier A, let's say for example, travelers, and the, and the home is with Chubb, and the boat is with uh, Progressive. I'm just saying, I'm just shooting out names. You need to make sure that the Progressive policy ABCD 4523 is properly linked to the umbrella on top of the travelers and so forth, all the other assets. So all these nitty gritty details are so important. Not just A, I have umbrella, it needs to be properly structured. And like we discussed till now, this is personal umbrella, and we're gonna move on now to corporate umbrella. Now, there's a lot of things that we can still talk and talk about umbrella, but we're discussing today the, the, the general details, just about the idea and the concept, why umbrella is so, umbrella is so important, and we wanna make sure we use the time correctly to, to cover various topics around this, and if we need to go into specific industry detail, what we discussed today that you guys are interested, feel free to mention it and request it and we'll make a separate episode to discuss that particular detail as a whole. But personal umbrella is usually for personal stuff and commercial umbrella and the corporate side is more for businesses, a lot of investments. Now let Joseph explain about commercial umbrella, where it comes in uh, more as uh, more in detail. Joseph, go ahead. So commercial umbrella is very important. People, they own buildings. We all know there are 
many industries out there in commercial. There is the construction industry, and Chaim, I think we should make a separate episode on the construction industry. There are oh, many yeah. experts oh, yeah. that want to join. And we have um, the this food distribution industry, distribution, um, we have the real estate industry, and there is many other industries out there. And in commercial, there are two different type of umbrella policies. There is so let's uh, there is an umbrella and access. So generally speaking, in commercial, it's so important that again people they own a they they, they <clears throat> work so hard to build up a business. They work so hard to invest in the business, and they don't know for a couple of bucks they can sleep calmly at night, knowingly that once the lawsuit comes in. They should be properly covered. It's so important. I see and kind. We also so many businesses go down the drain because they don't have the proper insurance. They don't have umbrella policies. Lawsuits today's days could be very costly. The lawyers out there they're not afraid to take away buildings. They're not afraid to go after personal assets. And we all know, if not, I don't want to bust your bubble. People think out there that a corporation or an LLC. When people make a corporation LLC, they think they are fully protected. They are protected on a level, but you can ask your CPA or your lawyer or any professional, what I heard, LLC protects this building. So if someone sues this building, they should, they should go only to this building. But the minute they figure out the personal name behind the LLC, they can sue you personal and go after different LLCs that you own. So LLC technically is not protecting you 100%. So it's so important out there, people out there, you have real estate, you have buildings, you have businesses, you work so hard, spend a couple of extra bucks, bucks that's dollars that, that's, that's worth the money to be properly protected. And sometimes it's, not even, sometimes it's not even about spending. Sometimes it's just structuring it correctly. Spend Rather than spend a couple of extra bucks, so co- spend a couple of extra few minutes speaking to a dedicated professional that and, and show them the whole picture as a whole. And they can save, sometimes save you some money with properly diversifying the risks. And for example, for an umbrella that you just mentioned, um, is, and I'll, I'll go on with another question to this. Um, sometimes, if you have, let's say, the primary limits are, let's say, one over one over two million or two over four million, and you buy an umbrella on top of that, um, isn't it a cheaper way of insuring an asset? Because the primary carrier says, if I give you the whole thing, I'm going to be hit the the first minute anything happens, and if you uh, buy an umbrella, the, the secondary to respond will say, I'll give it to you much cheaper because we know we have a primary barrier. That's exactly right. <clears throat> That's correct. So, you, like you said, you have to talk to a professional. Not always an umbrella will be even more expensive. The idea is knowing how to structure account. That's the most important thing. And this is what we do here at Skyscraper Insurance. We deal with the biggest corporations and the smallest corporations. And I always say we treat the biggest like the smallest, the smallest like the biggest. We don't make a difference. We structure every account properly. So it's not about paying more, but having the right coverage, like you just kind of you just mentioned, 
taking two over four and buy additional million out there. Um, there's many ways out of structure. It's not even cost you too much more money, but being properly covered and sleeping calmly at night. Correct, correct. And I and sometimes it's 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 a little bit more, but sometimes you don't even realize you're just paying more right now because you you're uneducated. And I'm not saying uneducated on, on everything. Just you, you need to, have to delegate or refer to the right professionals that will make sure to look on the overall thing. And the more data you give us, or the more data you give for any professional, the more you, they can protect you because they see the risk as a whole and they can properly advise. Going back to your previous um, sentence, um, um, comment you made that was really interesting, where you said about the LLC properly protecting themselves, I would like to respond with another thing, whether that's a debate for a different day, whether you're a lawyer watching this or a CPA watching this, Whatever you want to debate on that, it's very, very true words what Joseph said. And I would like to add on, Joseph, you can agree with me on this, whether, whether in different states it's structured differently. If they figure out that you're behind it and they come after you, if they will succeed or not, that's the debate. But one thing is for sure. If they name you on anything, you need to respond. And to respond to any lawsuits is a cost of money. A corporate response, uh, uh, to have a, um, a business corporate litigator to represent you, just to write a letter, clock his hours, it's already an expense. So we're not going to discuss how this will turn out at the end of the game, if they will succeed or they will not succeed. It's a headache. It's a liability. It can be a few sleepless nights. And it's actual expense whether they will win or not because you need to have litigation and corporate representation from a proper law firm, proper counsel representation. And that costs a lot of money to have reputable quality representation. And why not sleep all at night, making your big power moves in business, making your big investments by being properly managed in your risk. And that's what we're trying to raise awareness over here. And that's what we're referring to when we mean basic education. So if you don't want to be educated, you want to be focused, that's okay. But make sure you have the right team that has all the data about what you're doing and are able to do the work for you. Or make sure that, let's say, our team speaks with your team on every move that you're doing. So you don't have to be bothered with the nitty-gritty details, but somebody, just like you know, it's important to keep your books and QuickBooks and everything in place. Make sure that somebody reviews everything that what's happening in your operations and properly takes the right depth of knowledge to protect you. Now, one more question for you, Joseph, here on the, on the not the professional library, I would say the corporate and commercial library. The professional library will go different day. Um, I, I would like to ask you, the idea of umbrella coverage, there's two types of words on umbrella coverage, particularly when it comes to a commercial side. It's being called an industry where you see it's regular umbrella, and then there is access liability. Can you explain us a little bit in detail what's the difference between umbrella and access liability? Sure, Chaim, that's a very good question. And I, I know you mentioned people, that people ask you special to ask this particular question. They want to understand what the difference is between umbrella and access, because they know access could be sometimes much um, cheaper than standard umbrella policy. So they want to know what the difference is. So I will explain. Umbrella policy, so you have a GL policy, general liability policy, that's your policy that you buy, that usually has a limits of a million over two million. That's your standard GL policy. 
The GL policy, I don't know if you reviewed it ever, is a policy with, um, it has um, forms. It's a full, what is a policy? A policy is a contract. It has um, applications, documentations, it's forms. Endorsements, exclusions, everything. Exclusions, it's a full contract. The policy basically is a contract where you pay for premium and the insurance company takes on, if something will happen, they will cover you. So an umbrella policy will follow, will always follow the forms from your GL policy. So if your GL policy doesn't have XYZ exclusion, your umbrella policy will not have that exclusion. If it does have XYZ exclusion, your umbrella policy will have that exclusion. But when it comes to access liability, access liability does not follow the forms. It will give you additional limits, but it will be on its own policy. Access policy is a separate policy that does not follow the forms and could have exclusions that your GL policy does not have or vice versa. It could have coverage that your GL policy does not have but your access policy will have. Kind does this answer your question? Yes, it does. And what would you say is most recommended to be properly protected? So when a person says, hey, I have access, I have umbrella, Maybe people are walking around, they think they have what they don't have. Um, what would you recommend as the better option, even though it's a little bit more, a couple of extra bucks, but people sometimes, they don't know what they have, and they think they have something, and they're walking around with a mistake. What can you make today aware that people should know the real difference and say, hey, well, you pay a little cheaper, and we set up, let's say, on access versus on, on, on umbrella, vice versa. What would you say is the right way of doing it? So the proper way to do it is umbrella. That's step number one. But if you're not eligible to find a carrier to insure you on an umbrella, it's always better to have an access, better than nothing. But again, it's important you should understand the access liability, what exclusions it has, so don't be hit in a surprise when a claim happens. So it's better to answer, to answer your question, umbrella is better. But access is step two. If you cannot find an umbrella or the price is too costly, better have an access than have nothing. Wow, thank you so much for all of this education and time. And before we let you go, and um, I really appreciate you giving us your time today, um, coming into the office as special for this podcast. I would like to ask, and I think I know my answer, like you always say, and you mentioned it there earlier between the lines that um, basically the biggest thing that you see every single day, the best advice that you can give for people sitting um, in your seat, seeing every day, the day-to-day, the risk and the error that we're facing, what is the best advice you can give for people that they should do and not do within the industry? And I, can, I think I can answer your question based on what, what you said earlier and you can even add on. And you said it over and over again between the lines of this podcast, that simple, a little bit of knowledge, awareness, and education. The reason I jumped to answer that question is because I think this platform can help a lot of people, a lot of businesses, a lot of people that are looking to grow, to find the right knowledge and education to properly make the right successful steps in their ventures, in their business ventures. Am I right? And is there anything you would like to add on that? You are 100% right time what you just mentioned what i want to add is big on your last week's episode what you explained about inflation and i want to add over there 
that it's so important. People out there, I, I know someone who just finished a big construction building and the whole building burned down till the bottom. And now he has to rebuild the building and he does not have inflation in his policy. And the cost of construction didn't double, it quadrupled, went three times the amount and he does not have private coverage. People out there, watch out. You have a house, a homeowners, you have a business, you are in the middle of a construction policy. Call your professional, endorse your policy, make sure you ensure you're building up to today's days in value. We don't know what's going to be tomorrow. We don't, we don't know when the value is going to go back to normal, if it ever will. We don't know. I hope it will. But watch out. This is the number one risk that you have to watch today's days. The inflation. You have to be on top. And I'll quote over Elon Musk on my watch where he said, a business is like a kid. You need to take care of it, you need to um, nurture it the right way, you need to um, discipline it the right way, you need to structure it the right way, and you need to take really good care with passion and love of it the right way. So all of your passionate businesses, we basically see you, we hear you, and we want to take good care of you, and we want to raise the right awareness and knowledge that you can succeed and protecting the adventure and the passion that you love and making sure that the risks are properly managed and you can go on and take even bigger and powerful moves by proper risk calculating, risk taking, but risk management in the process. And as we always say, we, we at Skyscraper Insurance, we share your vision for a better tomorrow. Joseph, say it. Now is your time. We at Skyscraper Insurance share your vision for a better tomorrow. And thank you so much, Kayan. For bringing me up, and I'm looking forward. Thank for you so much for your time. Yes, we all appreciate it. I believe people will um, lick up the knowledge that you said over here, and um, I think this is a great start for a lot of people to properly rethink a lot of things that they have done in the past or the way they are looking at things. And the idea is to focus on a brighter, strong future for your success. And for when I'm saying you, I mean all of you listeners over here to make sure that the best be your bottom line. And I look forward to bring quality content, quality value, and quality people like Joseph to the table to give you one-on-one discussions of topics that needs to be discussed and our urgent top, top um, burners discussions. So I'm looking forward till the next episode to request um, for your request on more top burner questions and topics to discuss and I will review them over the week and make sure that I can get to the most uh, hot burner topic to discuss and bring you the right answers or the questions and answers and knowledge you're looking on that industry will help, uh, Joseph will help me pick out the right professionals within the industry whom to bring on for what and all of you guys, I really appreciate you tuning in and this has been a time with the risk taker, I look forward to see you again very soon. Take care. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And we at Skyscraper Insurance Services, I'll say it again, share your vision for a better tomorrow.